For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? Win Daily Sports Nation. That's right. I stole the tag nation from Joel, but that's good because that's what we are. We're a team here winning tons of takedown, tons of money, DFS, and we're going to kick off the Week 11 NFL slate tonight talking about our draft cast here with our regulars. Joel, Jason, what's Doing pretty good here, Joel. I don't know if you froze out a little bit, but I'm doing pretty good. My um, Win Daily Fancy football team is dying by the second. I lost Cooper Cup. I lost Leonard Fournette last week. So I feel like everybody tied me. I, I was undefeated for a minute, but struggling now. And I got no hope for my team moving forward. So it's all about DFS. It's all about props. Some bets. Survivor's obviously done, man. I lost that a couple weeks ago. So it's all about DFS. And I don't know about you guys, Joe. I don't know about you, but for whatever reason, I always have a good Thanksgiving. I don't know if it's like a shorter slate those three or four games uh, to hop in. So I'm excited about Thanksgiving. Got my mom's birthday and my daughter's birthday following up. So looking forward to, to week 12. But we got to talk about week 11 first. We got six feet of snow in Buffalo. Luckily for me, Joel, and you, I don't think it's hitting us in New York and Jersey and Philly. So we're good. But, Joel, how you doing, man? New house. How's everything flowing over there? I'm doing well. I'm getting adjusted. I'm excited for this week. I, we started already talking about Thanksgiving. Everybody knows Thanksgiving Day slate is always the most fun, exciting. It's three games. You know you're going to be tuned into each one. Uh, listen, we'll, we'll talk about next week, next week. But I do want to just say the slate is already top of mind in that you get Josh Allen against the Lions, which is just a smash spot. Ooh. And the other games seem more defensive. So – There'll be some game theory and strategy in terms of do you play the chalky bills or do you try and get different and, and maybe target uh, the Patriots Minnesota game? I guess we'll save it for next week, but I'm already excited about it. Yeah, it's going to be a great slate. Thanksgiving, you know, three games always makes it a smaller slate, more compact. Got to get it right, but we'll talk about that for sure next week. I know, you know, talking about Win Daily Fantasy League, Jay, um, there is a team up there tied with you that. You know, yeah, on a roll. Um, they're called Fly Eagles Fly, but you know, we'll leave it. I, 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 you know, I'll just leave it at that. But I need Josh Allen's shoulder to be okay or whatever he's got going on there. But speaking of Josh Allen, Jay, I know you like to do the two and pass, so why don't we start off with that before we get into our draft show? Yeah, first game in the slate, you got six, not like six inches, you have six feet of snow <laughs> projected in this Buffalo game. You probably don't want to play anybody. We've seen like sometimes these snow games, you have someone break a, a long run or a long pass, but 
The total is around 41 and a half. Josh Allen, look, I'm, I'm just fading this game. Six feet of snow, fading it. If you want to play anybody from this game, I, I would assume Nick Chubb can maybe break one. Singletary is cheap, but I'm not paying top dollar for Josh Allen and six feet of snow or Stefan Diggs. If weather somehow holds up and that six feet of snow comes early or late where the, the field is fine some way, somehow, um, six feet of snow, man, that's like a, a lot of snow. I don't. They might even delay the start of this game. I don't know what they're going to do. There's legit six feet of snow on a football field during the game. So we'll see what happens there. But, Joel, you can take the next game, man. These Jets, I don't know how they're winning games. Uh, they, might, they might win this game against New England. I don't know if you want – Fantasy players from this game, Stevenson in play. Um, your thoughts, Jets, Patriots? Not a great fantasy environment. Could be a good game, entertaining, but not a good fantasy environment. Bill Belichick's defense, I mean, Wilson's not a rookie, but he's still a young, inexperienced quarterback that he's had to go against a Bill Belichick's, Bill Belichick scheme. Um, I probably won't be looking here too heavily. Maybe the one guy I might consider is not Zach Wilson, but Garrett Wilson on the Jets because they are making an effort to get him the ball, right? They're, they're making a concerted effort the last two weeks to force feed him. Uh, you have to imagine Belichick will try and take that away, but he's relatively affordable. So he might be a, um, a cheaper guy on my radar at receiver. Yeah, Dave, this guy, Justin Fields, people were knocking on him early. People are going all in on him lately. Guys, Ben Electric running the ball, you know, he's outpaced Lamar Jackson in the last couple of games from Lamar Jackson in his prime. So nice little matchup against the Falcons. They're a road dog here. Thoughts about this game. Who do you like? Dave? Yeah, no, Fields has finally hit the the Fields. You guys got me? Yeah, well, you're good. You're on. Okay, there. yeah. Fields has finally hit the spot. Yeah, 7,600. DraftKings has finally caught up and caught up to a point that even for a really bad Atlanta team, I might find better options on this slate than Fields. I won't, I wouldn't call you wrong for playing him. I mean, running for 150 plus in two straight games is, is a special feat. Um, I think he's a good spot, but I also think David Montgomery and Cole Komet uh, will land in good positions and land a bad against both the rush and the pass. We've seen Deontay Foreman now go for what four touchdowns and 300 yards against them in two of the last three games. So I like that side when you're looking at, you know, attacking the bears, you do want you, a good spot too, but unfortunately only guy I like on Atlanta is Cordaro Patterson. Um, I, I just don't like their passing game. It's not reliant enough to get enough volume in that game. Yeah, you can take Cordaro Patterson, man. Uh, it's too much well, of a timeshare. Too much of a timeshare for me. I, I'm never not. a Cordaro Patterson guy. I think Kyle Pitts is a better spot there. But if you want to talk about your boy Jalen Hurts, um, you can get that game too. Him versus the Colts. They finally lose a game. Suspect. Is this team suspect now, Joel? Is this who has the best team in the East? And I also looked yesterday. It was kind of funny. Like almost every single team in the NFC and the AFC East is like scheduled to make the playoffs right now. It's like some ridiculous. I don't think it ends that way, but it's pretty ridiculous. How do you feel about your Eagles against the Colts? I feel good. I think it, it'll be a rebound. We needed a wake up, and whether and the wake up was that we played sloppy football. You know, you can say, well, we want about, you know, bad call here, bad call there. You turn it over three times. It was four by the end. You're going to lose a game. It was just bad football. And it caught up to him. 
And in the end, I think that will wake them up. I think there's a good spot for them. I'm still not convinced Jeff Saturday knows what he's doing. I get, I know he got away with it against the awful Raiders, but I think the Eagles passing game is real live this week. Um, and I, I think they're going to get angry and get better. And I think Hertz has a big game on the ground as well. Um, you got to play any running back against the Eagles right now. So on the flip side, I would play Taylor. I just got to ask you one question. What happened to Miles Sanders first half? He was not in there early. There, there was Boston Scott that was out there. And then there's A.J. Brown. Is he healthy because he left the field early, came back, did nothing? Thoughts on those two players? Yeah, the news coming out of here, it was just a bad game script for Miles Sanders and probably a bad usage. Um, I, I just think that was all on Sirianni. I think he just – he got into too much of a passing game and rhythm that he lost touch with his running game. And then when he realized he was in the game and started using it, um, that's when Sanders got his touches. So I just think that was just a bad uh, head coaching job. But as far as AJ Brown goes, he's fine. They talked to him. Uh, he did get dinged up a little bit, but um, it was just one of those situations. He slipped, fell. He just did not have a good overall games, which means I think he's in line for a monster this week. Joel, you got the Saints, you got the Rams. We still got Andy Dalton, quarterback in the Saints. I don't know when they're going to Jameis, but it doesn't look like it's yet. And you have no Cooper Cup for the Rams here. Stafford most likely back at this point. I don't know if you have confirmation there. The Rams are a shit show right now. Like, it doesn't make sense to me how they became this bad. And they're going to be worse now with no Cooper Cup. But do you like Skronik? Do you like Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, Higby? You like this team at all? They're projected to score 17. Vegas has the Saints favored by three and a half. Low total here, 38 and a half. Not too much respect for both these offenses. Any DFS values here? Not really. Uh, listen, if you want to, again, same kind of concept, like a flyer shot on Skarnik, or I even like Allen Robinson. If he, be, if he actually becomes the guy that they're giving all the primary routes to, the main target, I think he has a bigger chance of having a, a – GPP play, like, he could have the blow-up day. Um, but these aren't guys I'm prioritizing. These aren't, like, I have to smash them. This is, like, maybe I'll roll the dice in one tournament on one of these guys to take a shot. But even, like, I do – I think maybe later in the year I'll go to Higby, but the Saints have been great against tight ends. This probably isn't the week to, to target Higby either. Yeah, it's it's a bad spot. 38-and-a-half over-under. Another spot that's probably going to be bad for one side, good for the other. Carolina versus Baltimore – they're going back to Baker Mayfield. Vegas hasn't projected to score 14 points. They might not even score 14 points. Baltimore's defense was a little bit bad to start the year, made some moves, got a little bit better. They're playing at home. They should run all over this team. Um, got to see what's going on with the backfield for Baltimore, but Lamar Jackson obviously in play. Uh, I'm not touching Carolina. I'm not touching him simply because Baker sucks. He's just terrible. Um, Deontay Foreman looked pretty good. You can definitely tack Baltimore, but I just don't know if he's going to have any touchdown equity with Baker at the quarterback position. I don't really want to play the LaVisca, Terrace Marshall, DJ Moore game. No tight ends for me. Baltimore defense with a, a running back um, is probably your best correlation in this game. And Lamar's always in play, but who do you really want to stack him up with? Andrews' price has come down to 6,800. So I think Andrews is the best option. Just go Lamar. To Mark Andrews, I just don't know if they're going to have to pass the ball enough to really put up enough points to hit value on a 8,400 Lamar Jackson. And then Andrews always makes sense, 6.8. You can slot him in as long as he plays. He's good to go. Joel, I'll go back to you, though. You're Giants, man. Probably the best matchup you guys get 
the entire season because they're playing the Lions here. They're playing at home. <laughs> Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. I picked up Darius Slayton this week in, in season long because my team is so battered and bruised that I'm hoping for a big game out of Slayton. How do you feel about your Giants? I like the Giants this week to score points, right? And there aren't many weeks where it's an obvious week for the Giants to be able to score. Um, and the good news about the Giants is you kind of know where the points are going to come from, right? There's only a few guys that you really can target. Daniel Jones is in play this week, which is like rare, but this is the week where if he is going to have a big game, I can see it. Slayton's the, the best guy to target with him right now. Slayton has got big play potential. He's become the number one threat. They throw to him the most. Um, and obviously Saquon. He can be paired with Jones. You can play him solo, but this is a, a good spot for Saquon this week as well. I never seen a team not really establish who's their wide receiver one. It's like every week is a different week. So now that we're finally feeling it's Darius Slayton, I wouldn't be shocked if one of these other guys go off. I played some Tanner Hudson, I, I believe, last week at like two point five. I don't even I don't even know if he's the tight end one for this team. This team is just winning games miraculously. Um, Dave, back to you though, man. I want you to talk about how good Taylor Heineke is. You guys, you got you got to see him. First time you were at the game. This guy's got some swag, man. Um, uh, he gets a pair of Jordans for every team he beats. So he had some nice white with a little green hint on his Jordans this week after he took you guys down. But McLaurin, man, he he's been stepping up big time with no Carson Wentz quarterbacking. Nice little matchup against the Texans. Split backfield. You know, I don't really know who to really love from the Washington side, but what's your thoughts here, man? You saw this game, you know, firsthand. Yeah, the Scary Terry show. We've been calling it for a couple weeks now. And with as long as Heineke's in there, um, Terry's in play. And getting 37% of the targets last week is just a ridiculous amount. And against, you know, a pretty good defensive secondary, I'm not sure what the Eagles were doing too much there. And, and not, it wasn't until late that they really started to press up and play man. Um, but I think Terry's in play absolutely this week. Um, Heineke, 5,300 is enticing, right? Um, if you're going to go and stack at other places, you could get there. That's a good matchup with Houston, um, but I'm probably not getting there. The running backs, I'm not getting there either. It's just Houston's in a horrific run defense, one of the worst we've ever seen. But if we can't name a starter, I don't know if I can take it back from the commanders. So I will look at the other side, though, and I'm interested in Nico Collins again. Uh, 27% last week uh, of the target shares. I think he's starting to see the ball a lot more. So for me in this game, it's the wide receivers. It's McLaurin and Collins. Joe, I'm, I'm going to punish you. You have to talk about the Broncos Raiders, man. Have fun. <laughs> um, listen, the Broncos have been so bad that if, like, I even, like, thought my first game, I, I literally go in and I look, who are the Raiders playing this week? I want to target them. They stink. And then I saw it was the Broncos. Like, I can't go there. We gotta figure something else out. So, uh, like, if there's ever a week that maybe you want to try Wilson, it's this one. But I'm not gonna because they've just been it so bad. Maybe I'm okay with going with one of the pass catchers. The guy I like most is Dulkick, the tight end, who yep. seems to be the number one option. He's still relatively affordable. So that's who I'll probably be prioritizing on the Denver side. On the rate on the other side, nobody. I mean, Broncos D is good, man. Like they put a stat out there. I think I've got the. The stat line, but if like the Broncos scored 18 points, they'd be like whatever it was, eight yeah. and two or eight and three. Like they'd be way above 500, <laughs> nine, whatever it was. It was yeah. like they'd be a really good team if they just scored 18 points. That's how bad 
this team has been Dude, the entire got, year. Got to let him cook. They got to yeah. let him cook. Yeah, and I think I think Hackett came out and said one of us have to win. So like, <laughs> that's how bad the, these two teams are right now. So yeah, fade spot. I agree. If I do take a shot, it's Dulkic. But I don't care if Baker Mayfield or Russell Wilson. If these guys are free, I'm not lining them up. I don't mind like a car to Adam stack if they were going against a bad defense. I took some shots in the past and, and it paid off because they're they're cheap, but not against the Broncos defense. This is the game I, I feel like a lot of people are going to be targeting. Cowboys, Vikings. Um, if Zeke is not back, it's going to be the Tony Pollard show again. But with Zeke back, most likely that that free square gets ruined. Like it was so easy to just plug this dude in. He's going to score a bunch of points. He's fairly priced, but without him. Uh, it's probably C.D. Lamb. It's Dalton Schultz um, passing attack more. If we get word that the the split is going to be more 70-30, 80-20 Pollard by Saturday, you know you got to look at our projections at WindailySports.com. We lock them, you know, early in the week, but we change them throughout the day. Sticks put up his his first projections out uh, just now. They're they're live at WindailySports.com, and every single day he makes adjustments. So. Once more word comes out on the Dallas side, make sure you check out our projection models, our lineup optimizer, hop in our expert chat, and give everything a look because we're out there putting our thoughts and changing it throughout the week until we get to Sunday. And this dude was on Christian Watson. He came on the serious show talking about Watson. He was bumping him in our projection model. We're probably one of the only sites that had Watson really high up on the Valley chain. And I didn't expect three touchdowns. I was happy with one. I was laughing at two and at three. It was like, all right, now we're just rubbing it in people's faces because we call Watson really early. But on the backside of things, Justin Jefferson, that catch he made, we all knew how good he was, but that shit was just ridiculous. Um, he's always in play. You know, you got Dalvin Cook who busted one out too. Should be a high-scoring game. Do you guys – you know, Dave, I just want to ask you from a betting perspective. Vikings at home still getting no respect. I think this line came down a little bit. It's down, you know, to the, the Cowboys favored by one and a half. But why are the Vikings getting no respect at home? Yeah, I don't think it's as much no respect. They just know what's going to come in, and it's going to come in as Dallas money. They're a public team, right? So they got to set a number somewhere to draw in some Minnesota love. And right now I'm drawn into it. Um, I'll admit I think that's enough for me to play some Vikings. Uh, I, I think Dallas still has some of those major flaws with the guy wearing the headset. I know he broke it last week, but um, it, yeah. he just can't seem to get out of his own way in close games and big games. And what we're seeing with the Vikings, they find every way to win every close game. It, it, it that just, shit was it, wild, man. That shit was, was wild. Fun. And my, my boy, it was his 40th birthday. He came from Dallas to New York, celebrated his birthday, then flew to Green Bay to watch that game. And I was scared oh. to text him. I'm like, ah, that, that's got it. They had that game locked up. It was over. It was, it was pretty much over. And McCarthy is really bad at what he does, man. Let me tell you, I've been to Green Bay. Uh, I've seen a game. It is the coolest experience. So your boy, no matter what, even coming out with an yeah, L, yeah, fun. Yeah. the stadium is in the middle of a neighborhood. Like there's yeah. nothing around except houses. Like it's yeah. so weird, but um, good for him. But this week I do like Cook. Uh, Dallas is 29th against the run. I think they've – if Minnesota wants to play this game the right way, uh, I think they're going to have to do it at the line of scrimmage. I, I like Cook. Joel, last game of the main slate. You got the Bengals, Steelers. Let's get through this real quick, and then we'll hop over and do the draft cast real quick. Uh, I think there's plenty of guys to play on the Bengals side. I think my, my number one target would go with the passing game, so I'll go with T. Higgins. 
and Joe Burrow. Um, that's probably my priority, my priority target tonight. No more Joe Mixon. He just comes out there, five touchdown, gets a rest. One game. No that's love it. there for that's what him. he does. One yeah, game. Dick, Makes Dickens, Pickens slid in there. I think Pickens is in play as well. Um, they're they're involved in this guy. Najee Harris, any love for him at five five point five? Like he almost got into the end zone last week. Looked a little bit better. Let, let's call it a little bit better. Twenty for like this dude is so bad that he goes twenty for ninety nine. And I know at least one of those runs he got down to like the one yard line and didn't get in. So like he had that hundred yard bonus and a touchdown. His price wouldn't be fifty five hundred this week. Any love there? Yeah, I listen. He showed some life at fifty five hundred. You know, he scores a touchdown. Now he's a real value play. I think a guy that can be the focal point of the offense. I don't think it's a smash play or safe, but I think there is a there's some credence to it. Yeah, just right. think what the Browns did to um, the Bengals in the run game. So there's there's a potential there. Um, but I'm with Joel. It's not a smash. You got to get lucky for him to get you 20. I mean, super lucky. All right, man. Let's get this draft cast going real quick. Let me get that up and this up and that up, and we should be good to go. I think that's the quickest I ever did that in my entire life. Um, I don't know who picks first. So I don't know if we want to go with the oldest guy in the room or the youngest guy. In the room. I don't even know who the oldest guy in the room is, but when do you guys make a decision? Uh, who goes first here? All right, you go, Jay. Saquon Barkley. Put him in. All right. <laughs> that was easy. So one guy I feel really confident that will beat you guys. Um, I like it. Yeah, with your single entries here, you know, I'm looking at Sticks' projections. He's got Barkley up top by, you know, four points over any other running back here. And he's also popping as one of the best values on the slate. So I have a lot of confidence in what Sticks does. He puts a lot of time into this projection. So give me a guy that is going against the Detroit Lions any day of the week. And yeah, a guy as talented as Saquon. He, sh- he could go for 150, two, three touchdowns in this game. Um, passing work might be a little bit less than usual, but. I think run game is going to be electric here. I like it. Joel, so you want to go or you want me to go? Uh, I'll go third. I'll go last. All right. Um, I am going to roll the dice um, in the commander's backfield just because I think there's val- uh, value here at 5,600. Uh, Brian Robinson got 26 carries, Gibson 14. So at least it did show that there was um, some commitment to many men. So I'll take Robinson this week. I can never shy away from going against the Texans. And 5,600, I just need him to get – I think he could get 100 yards, and I and, and I smash that spot. All right, Joe, it's up to you, man. Double down on your picks, man. I already stole your Giants. Who do you got? All right. Um, I am – honestly, I'm laughing because I wanted to go third because I was – not going to think you were going to take him. And that is one of the guys I was going to think. I love Brian Robinson in his pleasure. <laughs> so uh, I'm regretting my decision to move, but that's okay. I, I still, I can, I can, I can adapt this. I'm going to go ahead and take with my first pick, Jonathan Taylor. Um, yeah. Listen, this is a guy who was the most expensive player in football to start the year. He had an ankle injury. He started off slow. He looked great last week. He looks healthy. I think his price tag should be back up top. And to get him under 8K, uh, I feel like this is a super valuable spot. Even though he's going against a good defense, I think last week we saw like, the way that you're going to play this team is to just 
get, go on the ground and run the ball as much as you can. So that's clearly what the Colts will do. Um, so I think it's just value with him there. And I'm going to pair him with my quarterback here, and that's going to be Dak Prescott. Uh, I think this is a, just a smash spot for Dak this week uh, in Minnesota, which should just be a game that should provide points. Um, you know, the, the Minnesota offense obviously is explosive. I think Dak's going to have to compete and keep pace, which would put him in a good position to score a lot of points. I like it. I like it a lot. I think Taylor under 8K is amazing after what he did last week and against the matchup this week. So I think that's a that's a good play. And now it's uh, kind of taking me off my script a little bit too. So you paid me back because um, I'd like Robinson and Taylor there. So I do want to dip back into the running back market. And I'm, I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs. I mean, yes, Denver has a good D. We get it. And they shut down Henry last week. But Jacobs went for 37 and a half DK points against this Denver team last time. Raiders are a shit show. I think they go back to the script of running it. Um, I'll take Jacobs this week with the hope that he can repeat maybe even just half of what he did against Denver last time. Okay. Um, I'm going to go. I got two picks here. I'm going to go with CeeDee Lamb. This guy always burns me every single time. So if it doesn't work out, uh, it's all my fault. But Lamb is the focal point of the past game. I think you're going to have to put up some points against Minnesota here. Um, one of the worst, you know, pass defenses in, in the entire league right now. So, Let's hope he doesn't burn me this time around and feel like a, a lot of people, GPPs, all that kind of good stuff, are going to go towards Justin Fields again. I'll, I'll go with David Montgomery uh, with no Herbert in the backfield. He should get all the touches. You know, I, I would assume he gets most of the touches. So give me uh, Montgomery against the Falcons. They're going to put up some points. Falcon defense, not that good. And, you know, the guys that are backing up Montgomery, no Herbert there, don't worry me at all. It just comes down to Justin Fields. Is he scoring a rushing touchdowns? If he's not, hopefully it's Montgomery that gets in the end zone once or twice here at 6,100. Nice value. Sticks got him as one of the, he's got him as the top value running back on the entire slate. You trust this guy, man. Cheat off him. Yeah. Hey, I like Montgomery. I talked about it earlier with that game. He's a good running back. And I think there's a point when using the spy might open up a game. I, I, I like it. Um, I'm going to take my quarterback now. No, I'm not. No, I'm going to go with a receiver. I'll go T. Higgins. Joel, you talked about him earlier. Um, I just love the target share he gets in that offense. And um, Pittsburgh's got one of the three worst pass defenses in the league. So let's go T. Higgins for my pick. You know, when I build my team, when we draft, I build my team in the background and then kind of take my guys as we're going. More often this week than ever, I'm taking guys out as we go. Oh, no, he's gone. He's gone. So, of course, I already mentioned him. I like T. Higgins. I think he's the yeah, first that's um, so I gotta reroute my next pick as well. Um, I think the obvious one for me here is gonna be CD Lamb. I'm gonna pair him with with Prescott. I already took him, bro. You can't you can't That's take my guy, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. CD Lamb. I told you. I just are you listening to me? I just went on, just talked about how he always burns me. I'm not gonna take him anyways, but. That's you like can trade me. You want, you want to trade me three picks for CD Lamb? We can make some trades here, bro. I'm having trouble keeping up with all the guys I got to take out. That I'm putting <laughs> I give you Zach Corvette. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to go with Dolkich then. Uh, tight end, the, the guy in the Broncos. He's listen, I You attack this Raiders defense to the air. He seems to be the number one target right now. Getting him under 4K seems like a really good value. 
And I'm going to go and pair him with, yeah, I'm going to go with Houston Texans defense, right? Um, go ahead and give me the cheapest defense. Listen, they're playing Washington. Um, I'm okay with going taking my chance on Heineke or if it's Wentz even. There's a good chance we get some turnovers there. So at 2,400, uh, give me some money to uh, prioritize spending up elsewhere. Uh, who'd you take before the Texans? Sorry. Dokic. Oh, Dokic, yeah. Yep, got it. They can't yeah. go back to once, man. Like if, if oh, all, all the can't. players should quit if they go ahead and do that, man. That's that's this guy just wins games for them. You know, they almost brought him to the Super Bowl. Let this guy play until like he loses and embarrasses himself. Because Wentz is he's terrible. Like we know he's terrible. And this guy's beating undefeated teams and he's coming back and he's got the swag. The players are behind him. McLaurin's eating. Why would you ever take this guy off? They do. They should just have a strike and no player should go on the field, man. Well, let, let me just correct you with one thing you said before he embarrasses himself. I think that that view on the plane at the end was pretty embarrassing. So uh, we'll just say on the field, right? Yeah, the, like <laughs> I'm talking about. I, I'm not team. saying what he did was embarrassing, but like most of these like NFL planes look nicer than the the Washington football team commanders. Yes. Red, that <laughs> like guy looked like he was sitting like in the back of coach, and yep. they should have like that. That didn't look right. I don't know if it looked that way to you guys, but like they should have definitely I, been. And and Heineke's not even that big of a dude. Like imagine one of like the six ten linemen. Like how's he even fit in? And it looked like a normal plane to me. It didn't make any sense. Bro, that was Spirit Airlines. It was um, right. It wasn't like it was definitely. This dude is selling the team and already cutting short on expenses before him. All right, I'm going to pair up my uh, receiver. And, Joel, that's why I, I paused when I was going to take a quarterback. I was like, wait, Joel already has one. Let me take the receiver first. So I'll take Barrow this week um, coming off a bye. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get sacked eight times again. I mean, Watt was in there all week one, and he did have a bad week uh, with, what, like four picks that game against Pittsburgh. I think they're going to focus and, and really rip this team up. So uh, I'll take Barrow. Is, is it my turn or is it Joel's turn here? Uh, you for two. Oh Jack. God, I'm definitely not prepared for two. Oh shit. Uh, let me see here. Hmm. Uh, I'll take a shot. Oh, this sounds terrible. I don't even want to do it. <laughs> now let me let me go with uh, Nico Collins. Um, forty one hundred. Again, cheating off sticks, man. Like, this guy puts out his projection model. I trust it. I'm going to lock in on it. 4,100. I need some value here. I was debating between him and Skoronek. Uh, might go double here and, and take a shot at Skoronek. I do need some value here. So, yeah, do it. Go go for both these guys. He, they're, they're two of the top values as of right now on this slate. I don't trust. It's crazy to sound Allen Robinson. I was expecting a bigger year out of him, but I just don't trust him right now. So give me Nico and give me Skoronek here. And just check out Nico is 100%. He was limited at practice today. Obviously, if that continues, I'm not going to go that route. Uh, but you can definitely pass on, on Washington here. They're playing at home, maybe playing from behind here. He got 10 targets last week. So And, you know, Cooks is in the doghouse for sure. So give me those two guys. Give me some value. All right, all right. I like the pick there. Um, I'm going to steal, you know, just because I think I need to just get in there and um, give my team a little flexibility here. I'm going to go with the Eagles tight end now that Dallas 
Goddard got his face ripped off, but no penalty. I'll do Grant Calcaterra, the Oklahoma slash SMU draft pick from this year. A lot of people will think Jack Stoll is the next tight end in line. He's a blocking tight end. Calcaterra is actually the guy that has more of a mold to Dallas Goddard. At 2,500, I think we're getting a lot of value at the tight end spot there. Yep. All right. Calcaterra. Um, All right. I am a little bit scrambled. So what I want to do right now is I really want to prioritize this game environment. Um, I'm actually looking at you guys and I could strategically change my pick because you guys can't afford him. So I'm going to go ahead and take Terry McLaurin. Uh, I just think he's underpriced. Like with, I think McLaurin is benefited from the Heineke change. Uh, Heineke prioritizes getting him the ball. Well, if he's going to get those 11, 12 targets a game at under 6K uh, and a plus matchup, you know, I think this is uh, – I think he makes a ton of sense here. And I'm going to put him with um, – go ahead and give me Dalvin Cook. Um, again, I want to get exposure to this game. I think this is going to be a, an environment where um, a lot of points can be scored. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I would prefer, obviously, but it's a lot of money to spend against a defense that's done a better job against the pass and the run. So I'll roll the dice with Cook here. All right. I like it. I think Dalvin's in for a big game. Now you got Dak, too. So good game environment. I'm going to go to a game that, I mean, I, I do think these are two very bad defenses. And I think as much as there's fields love out there, I think Mooney will be the recipient this week against Atlanta. Mooney's caught 26 balls in his past five games. Um, he's been steady, averaging about 11 DK points. Ready for that breakout game? I think it could happen this week. Good value at 5,400 versus what is the, the team that's 32nd against wide receivers uh, this year in the Atlanta Falcons. Makes a lot of sense here. I'm assuming it's my turn. Yeah, uh, let me just do some math here before I mess this up again. One second, go there, go there. I can, uh, all right, that kind of works. Give me, um, give me the Browns defense. Um, we're getting six feet of snow here. I'm hoping <laughs> they should, I'm hoping they show up at 2300. Uh, they haven't looked that good as of late. They got tore up by Miami. They're going on a road here, playing the weather card here. I'm playing value defense here, taking a shot, fumbles. Maybe Josh Allen is hurt. God knows what's going on there. And then I do need a quarterback here. Uh, let's see here. Let me see who sticks likes. Uh, I, I do think Justin Fields is in a great spot again. Um, he should go out there and do his thing, but I will go, I'll go Jalen Hurts here. Um, he's still available on the board, right? Yeah. Give me Jalen Hurts. I I think Fields is is good. I'd probably have equal exposure in my GPPs to Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields here. But since I went Montgomery and my running back position, you guys took Burrow and Prescott, you know, both good players here. I think Jalen Hurts might be, you know, in a good bounce back spot here. So give me Jalen at 8,200. I like it. Yep. Good, good pick. I do think he responds and rebounds well this week. I mean, it's not like he had a bad week anyway last week. Um, not all his fault, but yeah, good week for him. Good game. I'm going to go with my defense this week. I don't know why I don't do this every week, but I'm going against the Broncos. 
I don't care how bad the Raiders' defense is. They scored 11 last time they faced the Broncos. I got a running back in this game already. Um, I think this is five sacks easy. So give me Raiders at a very cheap price, 2,500. Roll in that same ballpark. Okay. I like it. Uh, that puts me back on. I'm going to be a pain in the butt for you here, Dave. I'm going to ask you to move Dalvin Cook to my running back spot. Oh, I'm sorry. In position to flex. Yeah. I'm going to pair Dak with um, with Dalton Schultz. You know, Dak loves throwing to Schultz. It's his tight end, his safety, but he peppers him with targets. I still don't think they fully adjusted Schultz's price tag with the Dak return. Schultz was terrible when Dak was hurt, but with Dak back, he's a much better player. Um, and just getting him under 4,500 here is, is a great value. And then for my next pick, I am going to take Garrett Wilson. Um, this is a top 10 talent uh, who has struggled. You know, they didn't really get him the ball early in the year. The last two weeks, they've made a concerted effort to get him the ball. He's been featured in this offense, and he's really come through with um, some big performances. And I think moving forward, we're looking at a guy who should be priced closer to 6K. They get him under 5 I think right now is still a great value. All right. Okay. So Schultz, Schultz for 43. Yep. And Wilson. I think he's 49. Yep. Got it. Cool. I love him this week. I do. My I, turn. I think he's good. Yep. You're up. All right. Uh, this guy's going to finally get in the end zone. Kyle Pitts. Finally gets in there. <laughs> and I don't know what about Matt Ryan loves Paris Campbell, but every time Matt Ryan's quarterback, this guy's getting close to double-digit targets. You know, week 10, week 7, week 6. Guys is out there doing his thing, and for the simple fact that he had a couple of down weeks in between that, price tag still 4300 Philly defense worries me a little bit. Are you looking for value here? You're, you're making choices between guys like Nico Collins, Skoronek, uh, Paris Campbell. I think Ca Campbell could, you know, should be an up-tempo game here. You know, they're going to try to hang in this game and, and maybe upset Philly. But this could be one of the dark horse games where they, they kind of go over the total here. And, Dave, you can speak to this. I know Slay is a lockdown. Bradbury's been good. But if Washington can put up points, I feel like Jonathan Taylor and this offense can put up some points as well. So if, if you need value, there's a couple of spots to go to. And then, obviously – you know, check out the projection models, man. This thing is going to be updated all the time. And the lineup optimizer, too. That's what I've been using the entire time. It's very early in the week on Wednesday. A lot of things will shake out. We'll get some news, some injury reports. But, Joe, I don't know about you, but the optimizer, projection models, I've been really more successful as of late, just really narrowing down that player pool and, you know, getting those, you know, combinations right. But, you know, the, the week I had a really good week, it's, you know, I was – playing combinations that I probably wouldn't hand build. But if you get that player pool, player pool right, and not say just to use the players that we got put up on the board here, but you, you knock it down to 20, 30 people and let their optimizer do their thing, maybe tweak some projections and ownership. Is that how you go about, you know, building your lineups on Sunday? 100%, right? It, it all starts with your player pool because the biggest mistake people make is they fall in love with the first six or seven guys they put in and then try to make the rest work from there. And that's when you put in guys that end up getting zero points and it ruins your lineup, right? When you narrow down a player pool, it forces you to only play guys you like everywhere. And you're better off. You are better off coming down from the most expensive running back to a little cheaper running back that you still like 
well, filling out the rest of your lineup with, with other good players. That formula is much more likely to smash than just praying that you hit on some low-tier guy because that's how you can make the lineup work. And, and with the player pool, like the, the week Mixon went off, like I wasn't in love with Mixon, so I only set it for 20%. But if I was hand-building, Mixon probably wouldn't make it into 20%. When you just set the exposure and the optimizer, it kind of just flows so you don't have to always make that decision. And that lineup had Garrett Wilson. Like, I hate Jets players. I just don't want to put them in. But I set Garrett Wilson to, like, 10% or 15%, and it happened to pick that right combination. Could be lucky, or it's just the optimizer doing its thing to kind of get those percentages right. So it takes a lot of the decision-making out. But you nailed it. If you're not locking down that player pool and you're just trying to make that one perfect lineup, then you're just going to say, oh, I'll just throw this guy in because it, it kind of works with what's going on. But continue on with your last couple of picks, guys. Sorry about that. Who's up? I missed my tight end, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking I, I might have missed the pick somewhere, but that's all right. I don't mind where I'm at. Um, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to double tight end this thing here and, and, and really stack up my overall uh, Bengals passing game. I'm going to go Hayden Hurst for 3,500. And, uh, uh, you know, he's been solid. I mean, he hasn't been a disappointment. He's going to need to get in the end zone here, but he's been averaging almost nine DK points a game. Pop one in the end zone. We're in the 12-15 range, and we might have one of those weeks. So I'll take Hurst here, and I'll let Joel finish it off. His. All right. I'm going to go ahead here, and uh, you know, this it's just the way it worked out with, with my salary left, I'm going to take Michael Pittman here. Uh, again, not a great matchup against the Eagles, but at the price that he's at, this is the featured receiver on his team. Uh, most weeks, this is an elite player. So uh, he'll get the targets at 6,100. Um, he definitely has the opportunity to to smash his, his price tag. He Let me does. Guess. You're playing Cooper Cup? That's your last spot, Dave? No, Justin Jefferson. Oh, Justin Jefferson, kind of good at football. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of good. And as we all said earlier, that this is one of those game scripts that can line up. Uh, he's going to want to light digs up. Right, and I, I just think uh, – I think that, that show he put on last week, I think I read something that that was like the least yards of separation he had in his career and still puts up an enormous game. Um, great game environment in the Dome, 9,100, polishes off. What I think is a well-rounded, but I got to get lucky with tight ends lined up. Line up. Yeah, so looking pretty good here. Before we head out, I'm going to pop up our projection model real quick onto the screen here, and we can – we can kind of get going here with that. Um, let me get that up. Joel, talk to me real quick while I'm pulling this up here. Your favorite stacks of the slate. Who do you got here? Yeah, for me, I'll start with who I took. I, I like Dak Prescott. I just like the, the Vikings-Dallas game. I think this is going to be a, an environment for a lot of points. Um, so Dak and the Cowboys receivers, and I'm okay with going with Cousins and Jefferson and, and the guys on that side as well. Yeah, let's go. Let's go through each position here. Quarterbacks here, as you can see, these will change throughout the week. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Burrow, Prescott. So we all picked from the top six here. And if you even you sort by value, do you guys like? I was looking at Mills. I can't get to Mills. Mariota. I don't know if there's enough passing attack there. Pickett makes sense. Daniel Jones makes more sense to me. Addy's value, guys. We also got Heineke. We mentioned him a couple times here. Who do you feel the safest with? It doesn't have to be safe. Who do you think has the most upside here to win a GPP, Joe? And then, Dave, you can go after him. You know, from these 
under 6K guys. I was actually looking at Kirk Cousins as a possibility too. I think he's in play as well. But out of the 5K range, who do you like the best? I'm going to give two guys. I, I like Dan Jones, obviously. I think this is a good spot for these Giants. They're going to score a lot of points. But someone I don't want us to sleep on is Taylor Heineke. I think yep. he gets the ball to McLaurin, and th- this is against the defense. They're going to score a point. So the contrarian route is everyone's going to play the running backs on the on the Redskins. They can score a bunch of the air and just be different, and maybe it's Heineke that comes through with the smash spot. Dave, same question. Why? I mean, a uh, quarterback under 6K, who's your guy? I, you're going to call me crazy, and that's okay. It's Russ. I, I, I think Russ I is a good that. spot. I mean, Russ, you know, he had 30 in the game against Vegas earlier. He's one of those guys, you know, without Judy, it's going to be a little difficult. But Bro, don't um, lie to anybody. He did not score 30 points any game this season. bro. He got 30? That's like his entire uh, yeah, output. 20, yeah, 27.5. But, I mean, he, uh, he, was, 30. he was upwards of 30. Yeah. yeah. Um, listen, I mean, it, it, the Raiders are – God, awful mess. So um, I could see Russell being so low owned at 5,800. We could get, you know, some decent value with him there. Yeah, I think if you're fading, um, if you're fading Saquon, I think Daniel Jones probably the safest. I like Mar- I like Pickett as well. Mariota, a little worried. He just doesn't throw the ball enough. Running back here, if we're, we're sorting by projections. Um, Joel, if I didn't take Saquon, were you going there with your, your early picks? Are you locking him in? To your cash games, are you? Are, is he a focal point in your GPPs? Where are you at with Saquon? Listen, I love Saquon. This is a great spot for him. You know, there's a lot to like about Saquon. However, um, everyone's going to love Saquon. And it's really hard to get leverage on the most expensive running back by a lot with a lot of ownership. So the, I probably won't actually play as much Saquon as you would think being a Giant fan for that reason. I just think from a tournament standpoint, to play the most expensive running back with the most ownership doesn't make sense. One guy that we didn't mention, which I almost drafted to, I think Stevenson. Um, he's emerged as the the every down back or, or the most every down back for New England. Jets defense is a legit though, so that's the reason I came off it. I can still see him getting to value. I can still see him, you know, going off here. Um, he's just going to be. He's like the the focal point of this offense right now. You know, we drafted a couple of guys. You, I forgot who took Dalvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor. Great spot here, 7,800. Jacobs worries me a little bit, you know, versus Denver's defense here. Sorting by value, like I said, I, I cheat off the sticks as anytime I can. Montgomery Poth is a top value play. We didn't mention Joe Mixon much here. Are you guys off Mixon because of the matchup? Are you off Mixon because of the price tag? Joe, what's your thoughts on this guy? Not off Mixon. I'm okay with Mixon. I'll play him this week. I actually think it's a good spot for him. Um, you know – Coming off a five-touchdown week, I don't think he's going to break the record, you know, for touchdowns two weeks in a row. But I do think he can have a good week, and I will play him this week. Okay. Um, Dave, a guy you didn't draft, who would you have drafted here in this spot? We mentioned Najee. I think 5500 Najee is interesting to me. That price tag is interesting. Anybody else, Kamara, anybody else that kind of pops that we didn't mention um, from Sticks' projections here? Yeah, I mean, just solely on the projections. First off, I would, I really think Nick Chubb is going to be in a good situation. He breaks the most tackles in the league, and you put him in six feet of snow with slippery gloves. I think he's got a chance to really pop in this one. Um, but if, as far as these projection models and showing the value, um, you know, and the points there, I do think Kamara's in a pretty good spot too. We saw James Conner um, have a successful game against the Rams last week. I think 7,600 in a dome is decent for Kamara. I, I 
I wrote something last week. If Kamar gets 20 touches, he goes for about 28 a game. If he goes for less, he goes for eight. Um, that's his magic number. Get him 20 touches, and he's and he he's going to go. It's crazy to me. Like, they have no offensive weapons. They don't no, give don't this do guy the ball. Like, why no. wouldn't you give this guy the ball? You should, just hey, give the guy the, you should really just give this guy the ball all the time. Yep. Screen passes, the guy's amazing. Just get the ball in this guy's hands. But I don't know. They don't really want to win games there. Um, CeeDee Lamb popping as the they top don't have a projection. Pick. They don't. They gave it to us. Like, how don't they want to win games? I don't know. I just laughed. That's all. CeeDee Lamb popping over Justin Jefferson, over Devontae Adams. Stephon Diggs, his price came down a little bit. You're dealing with weather here. A.J. Brown in a potential bounce-back spot. Uh, T. Higgins, you guys are on him, 7,100. I played some St. Brown last week. It worked out. Giants matchup, a little worrisome. That's I, I feel like we both came off him. Joel, you took up Michael Pittman. If you guys like Russ, Cortland Sutton with no Judy makes some sense. He was popping as one of the best values on the slate. Um, Darnell Mooney, we, we spoke about him. One of you guys, I think, Dave, you drafted him. Yep. I'm not touching DJ Moore. McLaurin, I was going to draft. Joel took him. I think he's in a great spot at 5,900 in a softer matchup than the week before. Value guys, as of right now, I took a couple of them. Nico, Paris Campbell, Skoronik. Those are the guys that are popping. I don't know if I can trust a guy like Kendall Hilton, Kelton. Kendall Hinton, this guy's name, I can't say his guy's name, but he's 3,600. Um, might take a shot there if you need some value. Um, you know why I can't luck? take him? Didn't, didn't he quarterback for them for a game during COVID? And he was like like a $4,000 quarterback, and everybody was on him, and he got like one. So yeah, I'm a terrible I'm, quarterback. Yeah. Slightly, <laughs> slightly worse than Russell Wilson, at quarterback. But Joe, anybody that you want to mention here from the wide receiver perspective that you didn't draft that you want to talk about real quick? I think we we touched on most of the guys that that I liked. Um, no, I don't know if there's anyone else I would add. I, I think I do. I'll highlight. I did like your Cortland Sutton call, especially with Judy. If Judy doesn't play, if he gets some additional shares, I think it's a really bad Vegas D. I know trusting Russ is is gross right now, but it does seem yeah. like a good spot. Yeah, I think Drake London might make a little sense too. I saw him up there, and I, 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 he had a pretty good game last week. I considered him, but um, that's the only other one with Cortland that I think are, you know, definitely under the radar potential pops. Yeah, and Dave, similar to what you did, don't be afraid to go out there and, and double stack tight end. A lot of times, you get a better floor with some of these tight ends than trying to get a three K or four K wide receiver. Pitts looks to be in a good spot against Chicago. Tyler Conklin might be the best offensive weapon for the Jets right now. He's having a big season. Um, you guys drafted Dalton Schultz, Hayden Hurst. Juwan Johnson just keeps scoring touchdowns. Higby is probably the safest receiver on the Rams as long as you know Stafford is back. I don't feel like a lot of people are going to play T.J. Hawkinson at 5,300, so you might get some leverage over a popular Justin Jefferson or a Dalvin Cook. Fryermuth has been consistent at 4,200. And Cole Komet, 4,100, and Dolchik, those are the last two guys. The Foster Moreau, like, I just can't do it again. It's just this this fake esteem is so broken. So I would stick to everybody above Dolchik and probably take out Dawson Knox here if the weather is concerning here. Um, that's about it. You know, we, we try to share as much information as possible. It is Wednesday right now. But, you know, moving forward, you know, hop on to windailysports.com, take advantage of, you know, what we're doing on a regular basis here and, you know, 
Sign it, $5.99 a week. You'll get all the access. Make sure you like and subscribe to the show. On top of that, projection models, lineup optimizer. We're covering NBA. PGA is starting in a couple hours, right, Joel? You guys already did your show yesterday. Guys are hitting first-round leaders. You're hitting outrights, all that kind of good stuff. So make sure you check us out at windailysports.com. If you haven't signed up already, use promo code WINBIG. Lock in for free for a week. You might even make it if you time it right. You might make it to Thanksgiving to get access to all our tools, uh, projection models, lineup optimizer as well. The optimizer, you know, once you get a hang on, on how to use it, it's really helpful to use. You know, pretty much been using it for basketball, been using it for football, and you guys are doing your college football show on Friday. So how you been going, man? I, I haven't asked you last week, Joe, any big takedowns that you're hiding from us again? Not nothing major. We're, we're having a good season, though. Um, I think you know if you're following the show, guys are winning. We've been on a lot of the right plays. Tune in on Friday. You'll see. You know, with college football, you know, we said this on the show. There is a bigger edge to be had. All this information in the NFL. There's thousands of content providers. A lot of this information is out there. With football, it's not as widely out there. So, um, if you do enough research, you do have a bigger edge on the competition. Hundred percent. Definitely, definitely believe that. Unfortunately, I still live in New York, so I can't play and take advantage of that. So, Joe, I'll throw you a couple bucks. Give me like 10% of your winnings, um, and we can move forward like that. But, yeah, listen, it's Wednesday. We'll be playing a showdown slate on Thursday. We'll have an article up. But all the discussions in our Discord chat, you know, if you haven't been in our Discord chat, hop in there. We're all in there, chopping it up 24-7, 365. Every sport is live, and – you know, we'll be back on Friday. These guys will be doing their show. We'll have our Sunday live stream. Saturday, SiriusXM. If you have a SiriusXM membership, me and Tony will be rocking it out from three hours from five to eight as well. So make sure you lock in that. Giving out winners every way we can. And Dave, you're even becoming slightly famous on TikTok, man. So if you want some props, you know, hop over on TikTok. And, and okay. see what... Yeah. So... We are out of here. Everybody, good luck in week 11. And we'll try to do our show before Thanksgiving. We'll do a Thanksgiving special show. Maybe we'll be drinking. So we'll, we'll all be off on Thursday. So we can be uh, drinking on our next show. I think – actually, I don't even want to say it. I don't feel that comfortable about my team right now. Should, should losing team, last place team, chug a, chug a beer on the next show? Love it. My team sucks, but – Love it. Good on that? Deal? Yes. Yeah. Deal. All right, but if, if – if any of my guys are injured before the game, I want to be able to adjust. So let's stay in touch prior to lock on Sunday. You're breaking up. I couldn't hear you there. Yeah, um, yeah, can... yeah. <laughs> Losing team has to chug a beer before Thanksgiving. I might even do it with you anyway. So even I might join in even if I win. So we'll see what goes on. But uh, and then maybe we'll make a, a lineup together on third for Wednesday night for Thursday and split some winnings for Thanksgiving. Let's do uh, it. Very, 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 we'll have a fun show next week. So everybody uh, – Appreciate you all for listening. Like and subscribe to the channel. Hop over to Expert Chat. We'll chop up some NBA and some NFL showdowns tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, 
for the ones who get it done.